0: Today in the Diz List, we discuss the top five things we want to see happen the next five years at Walt Disney World.
1: Welcome to The Diz List, the
0: podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. And welcome to episode 60, where we discuss the top five things we want to see happen the next five years at Walt Disney World. That's a mouthful, but the reality is it's, it's what we want, right? We
1: want these are five things we want in the next five years because they can be done in, in the next five years. This isn't a wish list to get done next year. That's unrealistic. Let's call it the top five at five. Yeah, the top five and five.
0: That's like a radio uh, station would do that, too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Um, top top five in five? Top five in in five. Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: So before we get started, um, unfortunately, I was on a... I, I screwed up something last week when we recorded our recap show. I was thinking about timing of when stuff was going to be released. Yeah. And I promised my friend, who is currently on his way down to the campgrounds, which I've never done, so I'm interested when he comes back to get his... Um, feedback, but I promise I give him a shout out. So this is a shout out to my friend Pat, who at this point is not driving back from Disney, <laughs> right? Because um, I because I guess I screwed up the timing. But he'll hear this and he'll send us a message on Instagram. Yep. and it is my invite for him to give me his takeaways about the about camping there because I've never I've never camped there. Have I you have, ever?
0: I would love to. I mean, I've discussed it with my wife. We we've kind of gone back and forth about someday renting like a camper you know, or a motor home or whatever, whatever you, you call them driving down Mm -hmm. doing that and then driving back, back up to New York. Yeah. I think for, so it's his camper
1: to my knowledge. Um, and that's something a lot of, like a lot of my family does. A lot of my friends do, um, you know, living in the Adirondacks, that's something you do. So I think it's probably a a level of comfort that doesn't exist even in a hotel room, Hmm. even though you have maybe lesser amenities, but they're not nah, really... Not, not
0: necessarily. Well, I mean, you. I mean, it's lesser amenities than a hotel room, right? Yeah, but you're but, bringing like a full kitchen depending on your motor I guess, home. Yeah, I guess in. my idea of a hotel room,
1: because I'm in a DVC with a full kitchen and a washer, dryer, yeah, or something. Yeah, that's true. But I guess my... I would give up comfort. I, no, I would give up amenities for comfort. And so I yeah, think it's going to be I very interesting. I'm really... You know, this... When I was thinking this morning about what how are we going to open up this show and then i was like oh shoot i was scrolling to instagram and i saw that that pat was driving down i was like oh i forgot the release schedule and i meant i thought that oh if i'm recording this today then it's going to release wednesday and he's going to hear it while he's either driving down or no, back but we're
0: a w- we're a week ahead actually. yeah
1: yeah and i forgot yeah. that's my fault um so that's why i want to make sure i give a shout out and he can I said, you know, maybe your girls will think you're, like, super famous now, Pat. So, <laughs> uh, But but he's more famous than us. Yeah, so I, I just want – I really want to know what it was like just because, you know, when you're comfortable like that in a camper. Like, my my mom had campers um, for a while. She doesn't have one now. But, like, I can remember going and staying at her house and staying in the camper. And it's, like, it's comfortable because it's, like, something you always stay in. It's not a hotel room. You don't have to go downstairs and, like – Talk to somebody at the front desk, or you know, you're not dealing with that, you're in a place that really is yours. But, like at Disney at the at Fort Wilderness, you've got a pool, you've got you know, all the restaurants, you've got all that Disney has
0: to offer horseback riding, yeah. fishing,
1: and in the middle of the day, archery. in the middle of the day, you want to go back? Cool, you go back, you're in your basically your home. Yep, because for a lot of people, at least a lot of my friends um, from home that's
0: something they do a lot of during the summer yeah so my, it's just a different location that's kind of cool my grandmother was literally the opposite scenario where she she had a camper or a motor home and I, I don't I, you hear them called all different things but she well one has a motor one gets towed uh this had a motor it was an uh it was maybe a winnebago i don't so know
1: class b probably yeah
0: I, and she lived in orlando and would drive up north to visit us in new york and stay in her camper no that's so i mean it's that's the exact opposite yeah. situation yeah i mean i think it's a great
1: i think it's a great thing to do i would love to do it i would consider renting a camper just for that because i don't currently own one um i would love to have one that i could tow behind my truck you get down there and now you don't have to rent a car. You have your car yeah. and you still have, and you brought your accommodations. That's um, we were that's talking a about cool that idea. too, because
0: you know, I got a smaller truck, but it'll still it'll still haul, you know, a little a little thing. Yeah, it
1: would be a, you could you could take a certainly a pop up or something like that.
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't even yeah. I wouldn't mind that either.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm interested. So Pat, this is your cue to let us know on Instagram what it was like camping down there because it's something I would like to let our listeners know as well. Um the other thing that I wanted to bring up because this just happened, so I know this is like just the news is dated at this point. But they just reopened. Um, they reopened
0: haunted mansion. Yep. Did you see pictures? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh I don't know. I I, I think with this whole haunted mansion stuff, uh, that there's there's a lot to unpack here. But I'm not I'm not gonna make this a, a huge diatribe here. My my short statement is, I realize that Walt Disney's vision is things are not going to stay; they're going to evolve, and you know it's going to be it is what right. it is, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of people who are upset about potentially, and the Hatbox Ghost isn't there yet. He may be, right? Which I told you was not going to actually happen. Right. If they have the Hat Hatbox Ghost, where people are speculating, it is at the beginning. Some people are upset because Madame Leota is supposed to conjure the ghosts. Yeah, timeline wise. Right. I maybe because I do a podcast and I'm and I'm a huge Disney person and a Haunted Mansion fan, you'd think I'd have a hard time about that. I'm just excited about something different and something new. I don't care. That my, my official word on all of that is is I'm excited to to see it. What are your I'm what are your mad. thoughts about? Did you see the picture? The Madame Leota? yeah that that it's hard to read because
1: pictures in that room are really hard to take. All so, I saw was that I don't know what
0: else you're referring to other than oh, Adam Leota the,
1: the stretching room is like supposedly like they went in they like really did a deep clean and, and like I didn't so, see that yeah so the the like the 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 pictures the portraits uh-huh. are like a lot brighter uh-huh. not in like a we've illuminated the room but they just look better. I saw some pictures that looked really nice
0: well, I've discussed this on our Disneyland episode that. Most of the ride in Disneyland, I don't know if the lights are brighter, but everything you can see so much better. Yeah. Especially the graveyard scene at the end yeah. is so much more visible. Well, I think that would be good because it's a there's a lot difference. of stuff. I,
1: every time I ride it, I I kind of look and notice other things that I couldn't see prior. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just wondering what your take was on that. I will say this. About I'm the not whole- going to be mad.
0: I'll be mad if they get rid of it or if yeah. they do a permanent... You know, overlay of do a five nightmare month. before Christmas. Yeah, the, I mean, that's cool. The five months of nightmare before Christmas, but I, but I could deal with that. Yeah. As long as I know it would go back to to the classics, but yeah. you know, if they want to add or they want to do little things here and there, you know, if that attraction still exists, cool. You know. So I, all I'll
1: say is this: When have the Imagineers really messed up a ride? Like absolutely destroyed it with plussing it, with adding something to it. I don't. I mean, it hasn't, right? Mission space? No, 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 no. I, no. I, I'm kidding. When they when they when I know when joke. they've taken <laughs> a ride and they've changed it somehow, so, like, like adding Jack Sparrow, correct? Sure. Or adding, changing that scene in uh, on Jungle Cruise. I think that scene that they where now they've got with like, the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Like that's,
0: I think it's great. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, or. Small World in Disneyland, they added the Pixar characters. Yeah. It's fine. It fits. It's in the same Mary Blair style. So that's why I'm saying like I don't I'm I'm going to reserve judgment about where they put
1: Hatbox goes. But I just wanted to get your your thoughts. I didn't know.
0: We'll have to I'm pretty those. open to it. I'm open-minded. I'm, you know, I'm 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 not going to get all mad and bent out of shape. I mean, I would at a certain extent if they were to, you know, close it or change it completely, but it's such a popular attraction and yeah. it's it's such an old attraction at this point. Uh, did it open in... I should probably know this, but I'm trying to think what year it opened in Disneyland or if they opened... Because they made a clone of it, and they did two of them at the same time. I know that much. I wonder if they opened at the same time. I gotta Go back and look. Um, yeah. I'll look that up, um, and when we when we come yeah. back after uh, the halftime show, I'll... um Yeah, I'll show I'll you give, a picture of... I'll uh, give everyone the info. Of the stretching room as well. On uh, when the ride opened. Yep. All right, um, cool. Who do we have... Um, halftime show sponsored by today
1: uh this week our halftime show is sponsored by stacy uh stacy is actually a traveling uh, agent or travel agent uh forget what they travel advisor i think is is the, the newest term they'll use but you can find her at exploring kingdoms over in, in, on instagram if you wanted to but she's uh one of our loyal patrons and cool. um i really appreciate all the all that she has done as far as promoting the show as well. So thank you, Stacey. That's cool. Thanks so much. And we'll be right back after uh, we look up some stuff for you. (laughs) back to the Diz List. Uh, today we're going to talk about the top five things that we would like to see happen at Disney World in the next five years. For me, my list is mostly parks stuff, but we did promise you that Rob was going to look up some stuff about Haunted Mansion in the halftime.
0: Yeah, so the Haunted Mansion originally opened in Disneyland in 1969, that's 54 years ago, uh, math courtesy of Wikipedia. Uh, I'm not taking credit for math. <laughs> Good call. Uh-huh. Um, I, I use my resources and <laughs> don't try to do it in my head at the Magic Kingdom. It looks like it was uh, 1971, which is, you know, it's October of seven, October 1st, which means it was no opening, opening day. It was an opening day. Attraction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was 51 years ago. Anyway. Um, yeah. And if you're new and you haven't seen the one in Disneyland, they both look very differently. The one in Magic Kingdom is sort of based on uh, the style of mansion in uh, the upstate New York area, like the Albany Saratoga area type um, architecture, and the one in Disneyland is in New Orleans Square, and it looks like a um, you know a southern kind of style of uh, architecture that has kind of the. Uh, the two different uh, – the, the one higher balcony, it yeah. looks – it's sort of that uh, – Plantation style. Yeah. It's more that – I think it's originally Spanish architecture. But um, anyway, so there's a little bit of the Haunted Mansion info for you. I want to make sure I get it right. A lot of times when – like I know this stuff, but I want to make sure that I'm I'm delivering proper information to everybody. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So this list was was fun to do, and it, it came together for me – relatively quickly because it's it's things that i have kind of readily in my head okay this i'd like to see this 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 so um i, I had a lot of fun making the list and you'll see i um did a little bit of research for uh, for some of the answers as well so um was this as easy for you as it was for me um i think it was
1: i would say it was easy yes i what wasn't easy was deciding which thing i wanted most okay um so I there's definitely some room for movement on a couple things here. Yeah. Certainly there are certain things that are lesser priority and that's why they're near the bottom of my list and sure. certain things that are higher priority and that's why they're near the top. But my one maybe my two tomorrow and you know you know what i mean yeah so that's that that was the harder part
0: and they're close enough where it's not a, a huge deal if we flip-flop one or the other
1: yeah exactly
0: i'm curious how many we overlap on i think there's one that we will um but i'm not sure about all of them so I mean, maybe i don't, so let's see here we'll see um my number five is something that we have talked about on our lists before and it is very complicated Okay, Um, And we've looked this up and researched this quite a bit. And my number five is buy back Marvel's park rights for east of the Mississippi. I don't know how much that would cost. Um, (laughs) I'm sure quite a bit of money.
1: Based on on the recent um, earnings call, it's probably not happening this year. Right.
0: So what I've seen, uh, or from looking up the information on this contract, which I have before, and as I... Looked it up the other night. I realized it's a whole lot more complicated than I remembered. And I I tried to find a list. Okay, tell me the characters they can use. And that's really hard to do, too. Well, it's like a family tree that gets
1: all correct. To, to And this is not supposed to be some crazy pun. But it's like a spider web, if you will, <laughs> of things they can't use. Because yeah. one connection right. leads to another connection leads to another connection. Sure.
0: And a perfect example of that. Well, there's a couple. One one is uh, Black Panther. Right. So Black Panther has been a member of the Avengers in the comics. Therefore. Therefore, he can't be used. So the Guardians of the Galaxy have always been kind of outside all of that in the comics since their inception for many years. And that. Right. They Guardians only- of the Galaxy, the comic book series, yes. be- had a rise in popularity, obviously, when they decided to do the movie all around kind of the same time. The current comic series did really well, so that makes sense that they can have that in the parks. It's not part of the deal. But according to this article that I read, they think that the one property that is a gray area that they could possibly use— in Orlando is Doctor Strange. They don't really see Doctor Strange having a tie with one universe or another, and that franchise is very popular right now. The sequel came out, did very well. Um, in In California Adventure, that Doctor Strange show does really well. Um, the movies are very popular. You know Benedict Cumberbatch does an awesome job as that Doctor Strange character. Yeah.
1: So I think it's a I think that's one place they could go. What I would say though is it's not I don't know that Doctor Strange would have the same pull or you could do a lot of theming the same way you can do with
0: Guardians. Right. And I'm looking at it this way. I'm look well, let me touch on that and then I'll get back to yeah. my point here. Is with Guardians you get a you get a handful of great characters. Oh yeah. You know, Rocket Raccoon, Bradley Cooper's Rocket Raccoon. I mean, Bradley Cooper made that character cool. Gamora. Gamora. Groot has multiple versions of Groot. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Baby Groot is like, you know, uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda, super cute character for kids. But then the teen Groot, and then you have adult Groot. Like, there's all these different versions of it. Drax, honestly, is one of my favorite MCU characters. I think Drax is hilarious. I think Batista's underrated. Batista needs to be in, in more movies. But uh, my point is here is I, I guess it's A or B. So if they can't buy the rights back, and we're talking the next five years, it's possible. So if they can't buy the rights back, okay, maybe go the Doctor Strange route. Okay, don't go the Doctor Strange route. If you plan on buying it back, go for uh, X Men. Uh, go for you know something that's going to be uh, Fantastic Four. You know Marvel movies for people who are not really big Marvel fans, I know the, the movies do really well, but Kevin Feige, who's in charge of that universe, is is has said they're going to start leaning into Fantastic Four and X-Men, which were properties that were purchased, or uh, licenses from, I can't think of the proper term for it, from Fox, you know, let a handful me, of years ago. Let me just tell you,
1: yeah, the amount of Fantastic Four merch in the parks... Specifically pins. You did tell me that I, I remember. was. A, I mean, it was a lot. It was. It it's said to me, "This is either they made these pins, and and they're selling this merch to maybe test, because like the merch is going to eventually sell, and if it doesn't sell, you can sell it for cost on Shop Disney, right? Yeah. But depending on how well it sells, maybe they
0: can gauge some interest about attraction wise, and I think or they, movies even making movies. Well, they've already announced they're making that Fantastic Four movie. I don't know the release date off the top of my head, but it's within, it's probably maybe two years away. Uh, not now with the saga and, with That's SAG that, AFRO. I'm sure that backed it up more, but Disney yeah. did leak the information. I know the stuff's all purposeful. It's not an accident, yeah. but they did a casting for Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. Do you know who they cast for that? No, they cast the kid who is in Stranger Things, who is the the Metallica kid, the guitar player, the okay. heavy metal kid, okay, who became super famous and popular for playing that that Master Puppet's Metallica song. Kind of blew up as this you know popular character. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but listeners who are familiar with Stranger Things are they they know what character I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I think the pins. The announcement of who is going to be playing the Human Torch. I think all these things are starting to create this uh, simmer, which hopefully will come to a boil when they um, when they cast that Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, I mean, I
1: I think it's a great thing to ask Disney to do is to put more Marvel in the parks. You yeah. bought, you paid top dollar for Marvel rights they are the movies that probably have made you the most money in the last decade right
0: well we may find out later on my list
1: um that and star wars have made them a lot of money yes so so therefore like in my in my mind why not lean heavy into that i'm not saying i want the whole park to be you know like islands of adventure has like the the whole comic area yeah i'm not saying i want it's that it's cheesy though be, uh that's a word for it Um, trashy. I mean, that's, that's really it's not good. And Um, I like
0: a lot about that park. I'm not a universal hater for our listeners. Right. I like a lot about universal studios. That part is horrible. That part is very poorly done. Yeah. Um, so
1: uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. I, I think that's a great one to have. Um, my number five. So kind of went a little bit of a different route here than, adding stuff mine was actually which i guess you could technically roll yours into it was replacement of redundant slash irrelevant rides okay so what i mean by this is spinners like you don't need to have so many spinners in the park specifically in magic kingdom i don't like that they have two dumbos and magic carpets right I don't have a problem with them having two Dumbos because it helps with capacity. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with them having a spinner on the other side of the park. That is like
0: a horrible spinner. Like it's not. Well, if if you follow our Patreon or if you subscribe to our Patreon, we did a whole re-theme. We we could pick something. It's called the bulldoze one. We could bulldoze something. I came up with an entire idea to get rid of that and make a whole Aladdin Area. Well, I guess yeah. it didn't. It's not getting rid of the you didn't spinner. get rid of it. You wanted it's, to, it's add. in addition yeah. to, yeah, you yeah. had you bulldozed a different attraction, but right. yeah, check that out. Check out our Patreon. and yeah. y- Did you say we could th- people can download individual episodes now? Yeah, that episode I think you can purchase for individual consumption. Cool, that's, correct.
1: that's awesome. Um, so other things like Speedway, Tomorrowland Speedway, that's irrelevant now, not irrelevant, but certainly needs some some TLC. I have an idea for that too. Um, well, we, we've we talked about it multiple times, yeah. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster, the whole Aerosmith stuff. Um, I was at a wedding this past weekend and a family member was talking to me about my trip and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, did you get to ride Rock and Roller Coaster? And I said, well, it was down even though it had been yeah. shut down for refurbishment. And they're like, oh, I love that ride. I was like, so, so do I, but <laughs> it needs to not be Aerosmith. It should be It should be Muppets, and they were like, "That's such a great idea." And I'm like, "You know where you can find out about it? You too can play my podcast on Spotify and (laughs) Apple Podcasts." Um, Anyway, um, so those rides that are either redundant or irrelevant or like out, like just dated, I want to see them get replaced. The reason I think this is, while it's a lower priority for me, is because it doesn't add capacity, and I think they need to add capacity. Um it's a lower you know that's that's important to me is is adding capacity but this is on the lower end but it's still kind of important because there are rides that this really would add capacity in a way because you go by these rides and there's no wait because they're
0: not great yeah you know i just think disney also needs and this is not on my list i'm just just a comment need, they need to focus on creating attractions with more omnimover systems so the omnimover systems are Kind of a way of riding a ride that is like Haunted Mansion, that is like uh, the Little Mermaid, where the carts just keep going and going and going. Uh, Nemo is like that. Uh, You know, there's there's quite a few um, spaceship Earth, and we like to call those people eaters. You know, the more cars you have, the more people you can get on it, the more it can consume people during that time. So, I hope Disney looks to do some more of those, and maybe not. Not as much roller coastery things, where there's definitely so a low number of people that can go on them. So actually, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna because I did not know this either. The capacity at OmniMovers is actually lower than coasters. What? I got corrected by a listener, really, who said I understand that it seems like it because you're constantly moving one step at a time. Yeah, but they're like loading 45 people every 30 seconds. And sending the train off loads faster than loading two people every second and a half. Wow! And I was like, hmm. "That's really interesting." Yeah. I mean, they're kind of right. Yeah. So, I, I'm just saying, like, no, I thought it's very interesting. I thought the same thing as you. Sure. And then I was corrected, and I was like, "All right, well, I guess that kind of makes sense, right?" Like, huh. um. But anyway, I just wanted to point that out. That. That roller coasters actually do have a higher, like they send more people per hour through Guardians than they do, and Tron than they do through, um, through like Peter Pan. Wow, um, which is why Peter Pan has such a long line. Rhyme,
0: yeah, that makes sense. A
1: line, um, and why Small World doesn't because Small World loads so many at a time. Yeah, or why you know Pirates they they load how many people fit in a boat? A yeah, lot. was it? Five rows of four, I think. Yeah, I mean Something you could like fit that. five too yeah if smaller children yeah, yeah absolutely so i yeah i don't disagree we need to have something that allows for that capacity and omni movers would be a great idea i did want to point out because i didn't mention it in our recap episode i finally did tomorrowland speedway i got off with a headache both from the noise and the fumes
0: yeah
1: i it was a i've got to do it never done it i'm gonna do it this time and checked it off the list won't do it again
0: so, yeah you yeah. don't need to
1: yeah Hopefully it's gone because that's one of my that's my number five is replacement of redundant and irrelevant
0: rides. Well, your Tomorrowland Speedway point is going to come up here in in mine for my number four. So my number four was very interesting and eye opening. Is my number four was take a look at the most lucrative Disney franchises and focus on adding or creating attractions based on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I did was I did a little research and I, I saw, you know, what their total um, revenue has been since their existence. And I looked at all of them and I mean, the list is very long and it's not all Disney things. So number one overall, I mean, Mickey Mouse is, is number one for Disney, but it's two overall, Mickey and Friends. You know, how much money is Mickey and, and, and Friends earned? Right. Can you guess what number one overall is? Number one above Mickey and Friends? That is the most lucrative franchise there is over Mickey and Friends. I'll give you a hint. You know it.
1: Yeah. I mean. Do you know it off the top of your head? I So I'm flipping a coin mentally in my head. Sure. I
0: mean, take a guess. You could do a guess A and B. So I'm to going to say. Can. I it's, bet you can. I'm
1: going to say it's either Marvel or Star Wars. And whichever one it's not is number three.
0: It's Pokemon. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Pokemon was one. Pokemon with, oh, I didn't put the number, but Mickey Mouse and Friends. Yeah, look it up. It, $52.2 billion is Mickey Mouse. And then it's Winnie the Pooh with $48.4 billion. Disney doesn't own the rights to Pokemon. No, no, no. I know that. I know that. I just asked you if you knew what number one was. Disney's... So there's a total list of all the different franchises and how oh. much how much money they've made. Never mind. The highest for Disney is number is, is number two overall, and that's Mickey. Never mind. The number one overall in existence of money making franchises is Pokemon. That's the first.
1: Okay. A- so if I misspoke,
0: uh, I, that's on me.
1: I was thinking you were saying I want to look at the the I wanted. To, I thought you were saying you wanted to look at the most um, lucrative rights that Disney owns.
0: I, I did. So what I did was I made a list and I'm going to go through but them in a the second. But went through all yeah, first. Yeah. Then, I yeah. went through everything. And there's a lot that obviously Disney doesn't own. I mean, there's, you know, there's Batman and all, all kinds of things that, yeah, are, that DC, are on this list. Yeah. Right. A Call of Duty was on, it was on the list. I think they may even were in the top 20. It was wild. So the, the first, so when I, when I go through these, I'm going to do them in number of just the Disney ones. I'm leaving out everything else other than Pokemon I'm going to go through the list of what I found were the highest money makers and keep in mind too this is Mickey Mouse's money made since 1928. So Winnie the Pooh is 1924. So that's all the money that Winnie the Pooh has made. That's why it's skewed. You're a numbers guy, you get it. Yeah. So Winnie the Pooh is two, but when I say two, it is not two. It is two when we're looking at all of the properties that Disney owns. So it's not two overall. Just so people are yeah, are I knowing gotcha. that. Yeah. Um so Winnie the Pooh, then Star Wars, which you got, yep. Star Wars, and that is I don't have to do the numbers. It's forty six point seven billion dollars. Then they lump Disney Princesses together. So the next one they had in the list Disney Princesses. Makes sense. Yep. yep, because they make a lot of money off the Disney Princess merchandising as well. Because it'll be like my daughter had those growing up. I'm sure your daughter has them now. So Disney Princesses, then Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, yep. which is different than some of the other Marvel stuff too. Then the next one is really where I want to get to, and that's cars. Cars is next on the list. Above Lion King. So Lion King is the one. So let's look at cars. Right now, cars th- this is my entire point rests on cars here. Okay, there, there's a couple more I'll go through, but cars just has that one little bing bong attraction in the back corner behind rock and roller coaster. Right. So I'm really at attraction. Right. And after going to California and seeing cars land, they gotta do more in Walt Disney World with Cars. Actually, that's not true. They have more with Cars. The one resort that they have, the yeah. Art of Animation, has a, it's kind of cool. In the parks, they
1: have one little tiny. That's what I'm saying. Sleeper attraction well, that, you don't, that most people just skip
0: over. Maybe they redo the Tomorrowland Speedway. I don't know. So Cars, they need. So there's one. Cars is 21.5 billion over the Lion King. Then Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> then Frozen, then Pirates of the Caribbean, which is really impressive that Pirates is that high up on the list. Well, Pirates is that high cuz they made that many movies. Yeah, and that's great. That's great. And obviously they have a presence in the park. But then the next one is really interesting. It's it was shocking to me that this next one was on the list, that Disney now owns from Fox, and that's Ice Age. Isn't that weird? Uh I don't want Ice Age. <laughs> but I'm just... Uh, kids yeah. like it. I, I realize you don't, and maybe I don't, but maybe if there's an Ice Age attraction, maybe it's a huge hit for the kids. I don't know. Comment on this, folks, if you're an Ice Age yeah. fan.
1: I, so here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing they built a Toy Story land. They should have built a Lion King land.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure. hearing... But, I, but like,
1: or they it's should the a, li- they They should in addition, addition to, because it's, yeah.
0: it's a moneymaker that was a good choice. I think that...
1: Bringing in more lucrative or um, more popular IP into the parks is important. And I, I've yeah. said multiple times that Lion King deserves more attention. In fact, it was uh-huh. the right before we released our recap episodes, we did the top five IP that needs more love in the parks. Yep. And Lion King was on my list for yeah. a reason. Cars was on a list, I think your list, for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, cars, a Cars Land in Orlando would do amazing oh, things. Oh yeah, it would crush. I, and there's, to my knowledge, there's room in in Hollywood Studios for them to do that because they yeah. could connect without having to do too much with... So all the stone and stuff in Star Wars land mm-hmm. could very easily start blending into the, car, the car's world, right? So what I mean by that is if you saw stone in the skyline yep. in the background that is in Batu it wouldn't necessarily detract from the appearance of stone in Cars World right. or Cars Land so there there would be a way for them to do it i just don't know that they'll do it as a as a clone just because of the whole like test track is already
0: there it they're different enough and like i not everybody would pick that out okay. really it's it's different enough that people may not associate it being the same thing. Well, then, let me just say
1: this. I hope they don't do clones just because I want them to be more creative and do something else. Um, But, yeah, I look, Disney's stupid if they don't take advantage of their more lucrative properties.
0: Yep, that's my number four. Sorry that one was a longer one. that's okay. But interesting info there.
1: Yeah, my number four is something that we have talked about numerous times on the show. I want to see come in the parks in the next five years, and they could phase it in over five years. It wouldn't be as much of a shock, and it wouldn't cause as much of a hubbub, and that is more walk-around characters. Great Disneyland wins this hands down Heck all yeah. the time. It was so exciting. So if you slowly introduce walk- more walk-around characters to Disney World, what you will find is the mobs won't be as bad, right? If you slowly introduce it, they've yeah. already started doing that in Hollywood Studios, right? So you've got yeah, you told the- me you saw quite a bit. Yeah, so you've got the stormtroopers walking around. You see, you see Ray walking around. You see Chewie walking around. Sometimes you see them walking around together. And then, of course, you see Mando now with Grogu. They're basically walk-around characters. Now, Mando and Grogu were mobbed. But once that novelty wears off, then you introduce a new one. And then you introduce a new one. Mm -hmm. Then you introduce a new one. And the novelty starts wearing off. They already do it with, I mean, does Big Al get mobbed? No. 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 Does, does liver lips get mobbed? No. Does Wendell get mobbed? No. Are they the only walk around characters you can see on a consistent basis in Magic Kingdom? Yes. Yes, but you know they're gonna you're gonna see them. So if you know during a given day you might run into, you know, Mary Poppins walking around. Not not just standing in the in the little gazebo in the UK garden, but like walking around the UK in the
0: shop. Why not in the Magic Kingdom?
1: Or she could be, I'm she just could be there too. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying like it's because you have a video of Epcot up on the screen right now. Yeah. Um, so those kinds of things, those kinds of ideas, I think we need to start thinking about that because for instance, my daughter loves Moana. We, we did the meet and greet with Moana over in animal kingdom. It was great. It was a wonderful experience. It took 35 or 40 minutes waiting in line, which whatever it.
0: That's not awful.
1: It's it's not awful. It's a lot, though. It's not, it's not awful for an 8-year-old, right, and an 11-year-old to wait in line. It would be awful. In fact, people left the line with, because Animal Kingdom is hot. They left the line because they couldn't deal with it with their kid because it was too hot. Now, if you see Moana walking by and she waves to your kid, I believe that that's equally as memorable for that child. Correct. Because
0: they're not, they don't want to collect a photo like an adult does.
1: Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. These photos, these photo opportunities are for us, not for our kids. Yeah. That's the reality of it. Yep. Uh, if I think back to like growing up, when I went to like a professional baseball game, or if I went to, you know, so- somewhere where I saw some a concert, I wasn't, oh, my gosh, I got my picture taken with so-and-so. It was, I saw Larry Walker. I saw Vladimir Guerrero hit a home run. I saw, mine are all going to be Expos because I grew up so close to Montreal, but, like, I saw Gary Carter, you know. like That's the
0: only one I know that you've said so far. Vladimir Guerrero, you don't know? No, I do not.
1: I am not a baseball person. He's a Hall of Famer. I saw him in one game hit three home runs, one that was over his head, one that was off his shoelaces, and one that was down the middle. (laughs) The guy who was a was a freak, and now is someplace for the Blue Jays. Uh, anyway, huh. so that was our little detraction there. So I think walk around characters because that that will be just as memorable for the kids, and it will make, I think it'll make Disney's life a little bit easier too. Um, if they have more walk around characters, they don't have to necessarily staff like the photo pass people that are there, or or like use prime real estate to have a a meet and greet set up. So that's that's my. Number four. My number four is walk-around characters.
0: I think so, that's a great idea. So I completely support that one.
1: So We haven't lined up yet. Let's see if we start getting closer here on number three.
0: All right. Number three is I would like in the next five years to have Disney extend the monorail and or the Skyliner. Why not? I think Skyliner is more likely than monorail. Yeah. But why couldn't they do monorail too? Why couldn't they go completely through Epcot and link all the way over to Hollywood Studios. I think about it. I am. I don't think that's realistic. I think the skyliner is. No. I, I I I'm saying both or one or the other, I think would be would be a cool thing to do. Yeah, I just so the monorail is so at the bottom of my list I
1: said um replacement of redundant and irrelevant rides. Mm-hmm. I think the monorail is is a dated form of transportation at magic kingdom
0: uh it can be I, I can see that point of view but i think if you're a young kid coming in and seeing this thing that is like a train that you've never seen before it's exciting and i think i don't know i i'm it's I'm an team, opinion you, you I know. don't i don't agree no. with you but it's
1: definitely no, i know a, a way to look at it you know i'm team skyliner all the way sure skyliner I but would, i like that too i I agree with you that they should extend those. I think there is no reason that there are parks, sorry, not parks, that there are resorts that do not have one of those unique forms of transportation. Right. Yeah. There's no reason. Um, You can say distance all you want. I want you to pull up a map. If you will listeners at home, we talk about how animal kingdom is so far away from everything else. Pull up a map. Which park is actually away from everything? It's Magic Kingdom. Uh-huh. It is not Animal Kingdom.
0: Yeah, it's way far north.
1: Magic Kingdom is the one that's far away from everything. Yep. Is there a form of transportation that connects Magic Kingdom with Epcot? Yes. So, therefore, there's no reason that Animal Kingdom and all of the resorts in the Animal Kingdom area and the Disney Springs area and the the boardwalk area and the monorail loop, why they can't all be connected is is ridiculous they can be Uh,
0: because i was thinking uh, that it can connect from let's say caribbean beach right yeah so that's kind of one of their hubs there's there's actually two hubs at caribbean beach right extend it from there somehow over to disney springs then from there obviously it's you know money making shopping then from disney springs connect somewhere over in the area of Not necessarily Wilderness Lodge. Maybe those resorts over there. Maybe one of the DVC resorts like uh, Key West or or one of those. Like that's that's kind of a nice connection to everything. And then go all the way down, like you said, to Animal Kingdom.
1: So, getting from resort to resort is not easy, right? If you don't have a car to get to another resort, you have to either go to the TTC. You have to go to Disney Springs or you have to go to a park first to then catch a mode of transportation to another resort. Unless you're on the monorail or you're on the Skyliner. You cannot tell me that Disney has not seen the impact on Caribbean, Caribbean Beach oh yeah, or on Coronado Springs or even on the All-Stars, not, not All-Stars, uh, Art, of Animation, Art of Animation. You can't tell me they have not seen a financial impact on Food and Bev at those locations now that there's a skyliner, they definitely have. And so I think that that your wish is not that far off. I think it's a good one,
0: yeah, I think it would be cool. I and it, they've discussed it, but I haven't heard any more about it, yeah, I'm not
1: sure that it would be monorail for a number of reasons, not the least of which is the the a, absolute massive cost of the infrastructure needed, yeah, but um yeah, i I agree. They should extend some sort of a form of transportation like that mm-hmm. that's not buses, yep. Um, so my number three is to use dead space. So what I mean by this is Mm -hmm. no matter how packed it's ever been when I'm there and and maybe when you were there during the holidays, you saw this, but but I don't know. Tortuga Tavern is never open anymore, right? It's like go over and get stuff from Pecos bills, but you can sit here.
0: I think it's only been open once when I've been there.
1: Right. Um, the Muppets area. That is all closed down over in Hollywood Studios. Like, they've got entire gift shops. They've got entire areas over there that aren't used. Yep. To a certain extent, the Imagination Pavilion is a lot of dead space. Yeah. I mean, you come out, and it's like, oh, there's all these, like, I don't want to call them video games, but experiences. There's nothing that works ever.
0: Yeah. It used to be awesome. And then...
1: (laughs) Since two thousand nineteen, it might even be earlier than that, but since two thousand nineteen, even though Disney owns and operates two water parks, only one of them has ever been operating at a given time. Yeah, they're refurbishing that's, the other at the same time. That's that's dead space. I want to see Disney get rid of the dead space. Whether that means you're running both of the park of the water parks or you open Tortuga into a you know, into a everyday um, eatery, or you change them, you know, change them all together. Tortuga becomes some sort of attraction area. Um, the Muppets area, leave it Muppets or don't. I don't care, but don't have these whole places just shut down that aren't even running. You get out of Muppet Vision 3D, right? You get out, you come out of Muppet Vision.
0: And you're like, what's this? Oh, cool. I want to go in this big
1: Kermit. I want to go into this store. Oh, what store? And I'm not talking like, It's themed like, oh, we're coming back. There's scrim up. It's just like, yeah, we're not open. (laughs) It is so bizarre to me that they have just abandoned that whole area in my mind. Um, I just think that the use of dead space right now, and I'm specifically skipping some stuff that I'm not talking about right now because it's going to show up later about that. I don't think I wouldn't qualify as dead space. So if you're thinking, well, he's not talking about certain things at a certain park that probably – count as dead space it's coming yeah i think (laughs) if because i know that for me the issue i have is like they have entire infrastructure already built and you're not using it like there's nothing worse than like oh i would really like to go and get something to eat and it's like oh there's not you got to go over to pecos bills or hey you know coming out of the imagination and you're like oh cool look at this big giant room that nothing there's nobody here doing anything it's so weird to me so could be a restaurant or it could be another a whole other attraction or they could use yeah. it for something um or it could be an extension of the attraction that needs so much yeah. love um maybe that's where they're going to do the meet and greet for figment i don't know but number 3 use dead space
0: yeah my my number 2 is also something that needs love and they you know they they just did tron in magic kingdom and epcot they're adding a lot in the center and they just did guardians of the galaxy and in hollywood studios they did plenty of things but animal kingdom is kind of at the end of the list they did uh avatar which was great and is an awesome area but animal kingdom now should be you know if if you play a card and you discard animal kingdom should be on the top now because it's you know they 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 played Hollywood Studios, Epcot, yeah. Magic Kingdom. Look, down, so it, now it's it's yeah. this a very easy one. If you're I don't count, even have to say a lot. If it's you're counting time, cards, exactly. If you're counting cards,
1: Animal Kingdoms, there's more of Animal Kingdom in the deck,
0: and that's it. All I all I'm saying is now it's time to expand that park. It's very important too. It's a great park. I know you agree with me. It's underrated. There's there's a lot of good things to do, but there needs to be more things to do to bring more people there. I, There's zero disagreement coming from me. Yeah, they got. I love that park,
1: and and it doesn't even mean expansion. It could just mean, which I do think they could do and should do, but it it might even just be like at least give it some love because there's lots of dead space in that park too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. This wasn't one of the things I was thinking about, but like, try over by over in DinoLand, like we talk about it ad nauseum on the show. But like, Primeval World has been gone for five years
0: something like that and that's dead space too right well that is yeah so i you know you do the same thing and i know we both do this we'll turn on youtube and like different things pop up right and because of the algorithm sometimes things pop up that you're like oh this is interesting so it was a helicopter ride over walt disney world and i watched it last night and i was like. Just try to guess where everything. okay, that's that's this, that's Disney Springs, this is, you know, uh, Typhoon Lagoon. When they got to Animal Kingdom, there really is a lot of space on the sides.
1: So the issue is, and I don't know if you could tell this in the helicopter ride, but when I was on the backstage tour. Mm-hmm. So it's the large, you can fit all of the other parks inside of Animal Kingdom and still have room for, I think he said two of the parking lots, uh, the parking lot at Epcot and the parking lot at, um, at Hollywood Studios. He, it was some ridiculous amount. Yeah, the safari like, is he's huge. He's like, a lot of that's the savannah, but a lot of it isn't. Mm-hmm. We have Because we have those animals, we have to have the facilities to take care of them. Yep. So some of what you think you could expand is actually areas where they have animal barns that are well disguised that you couldn't necessarily tell from a helicopter ride, sure. I think. But there are places where they can expand. On the way out to Rafiki's, there's places on the. I guess it would be on the east, east side. That's the part I was north. kind of referring to. On The east side, like- the animal yeah. barns aren't over there. Yeah, they could they could extend expand some expand some there. Even near the front, like that whole entrance area is such a waste.
0: Yeah, I such mean such a waste because that whole area from the front all the way to Nemo, for example, all and then all of that space to the east of all that, based on what I saw in that in that helicopter it looked like that was a lot of just you know trees and jungle space
1: there's some there's dead space even in like the theming so like some of the buildings are dead space there um i know like for instance like tusker house takes up a lot of the a lot more of those buildings in africa than you realize how much it expands back um, but yeah i'm i'm with you expansion and giving
0: some love to animal kingdom is it's their turn and the good news about that is when Josh tomorrow got up and talked about the future that was mentioned so but then again a lot of times he mentions things like the play pavilion or you know something else that doesn't actually end up happening
1: i'm going to be honest with you and this is going to be and i'm i'm not looking to get into a political debate i don't think you will see anything announced officially at at anything in orlando of any kind of expansion or major investment until they have the whole Garbage with the Santas figured out. Yeah, you might be right. And I don't think you will see any investment. And I think it's going to be a flex by Disney of like, cool, that's fine. We don't care. Like we're making money elsewhere. Yeah. Because in the last earnings call, he's like, yeah, well, we're up a little bit in this part, in this branch. Oh, by the way, it was made up for by the Disney cruise lines, which everybody is flooding. Like the minute the cruise lines go on sale, like for, for a sailing, they sell out super quickly. Wow. So they're like, fine, we'll just keep doing that and sure you'll Florida will get some revenue from when we leave your dock that's it but i think they're flexing right now being like i don't we don't care that the attendance is down cuz you're the ones losing out on sales tax so i i do think that you're not going to see any that's why i said next 5 years cuz a lot more will be cleared up in the next year with with respect to that particular those those particular lawsuits cuz you can't just have one yeah. you got to have two it's like a what is it like no lays chips right you can't just have one Gotta um, have them. Uh, so yeah, number I that's a good one. My number two is something that we have talked about. We have not overlapped yet, so this is. Be I think we're
0: overlapping here.
1: So my number two is gonna match your number one. I think so. I don't know. I my number one and your number one are the same. Okay. But anyway, number two, it has to do with extended evening hours. No, nope, okay. that's not mine. So my number two is that extended evening hours are valuable, and I understand that they're only for deluxe. Re- uh, deluxe resort people and i get it if you're listening to this saying well i can't afford to stay in a deluxe i understand that and i don't necessarily think that it's completely correct that you don't get to enjoy it but there should be some incentive to staying deluxe because the reality is that all the resorts have really good accommodations now all the resorts have decent pools now most resorts have pools better than bay lake tower that's a for sure (laughs) that's a 100 my neighbor has a better pool. i don't know if
0: i want to swim in a rusty pool
1: yeah my my neighbor has a better pool than than bay lake tower um anyway the so my thing is i think they need to the extended evening hours need to expand to all of the parks and that can be easily done or just replace Epcot's. Epcot's extended evening hours were useless last summer. Are even more useless now. They, clo- I think I told you this. They closed down the majority of World Showcase. I come out of France, go to turn right. We're gonna go. We're gonna go ride Frozen. Nope. No, you're not. Because we've closed from France all the way over to Norway. You can get to Norway by walking all the way around. And I was like, why would I do that? Why would I walk all the way around through the front to go back?
0: To Norway, and then go and do the front of the park. I'm trying to think of why. Is it because they're not going to hire people to staff those shops? I Can they close those shops?
1: They do. Right. They, so
0: what I don't what? understand. They
1: do. They, nothing is open in Epcot for extended evening hours. That's bizarre. There, there are a couple kiosks that sell water, soda, Mickey bars, and popcorn. That's what's open in Epcot for extended evening hours. So it's not like they have to staff those. I mentioned it. Uh, When I met up with Ear Scouts Rob, I mentioned it to him. He's like, "They did what?" He's like, "They've been doing that for a while with like the, like the hard ticket events, or they've done it like for like the parties and like stuff like that." But they did it for extended evening hours. I said, "Yeah." He's like, "That's good to know because it changes my, it would change my strategy. If you're in the front of the park, you come in and you do like Space Mountain, Space Mountain. I do that all the time. Spaceship Spaceship Earth. I know what you meant. You do Spaceship Earth, right? You come in, you do Spaceship Earth, and you're like, oh, I'm going to, I." I want to do the front half, and then I'm going to go, I'm going to do Frozen. And then from Frozen, I'm going to go to Remy. Hmm, maybe you shouldn't. There, and there was, like, this is, Yeah. I have watched plenty of walkthroughs, and never once has anybody mentioned that they were doing that. It is ridiculous. The park's not, it's not a fun park to do. You, you did it with me. There's too much walking in between each ride that it's not worth yeah. the extended evening hours. But Hollywood Studios is beautiful at night they don't get extending evening hours unless epcot has some kind of event going on then they'll open up and do okay well this week the wednesday night will be hollywood studios speaking and, of beautiful yeah, at night yeah well i was getting there animal <laughs> animal kingdom like <laughs> unless you're going there in the winter you aren't seeing animal kingdom at night the you aren't Avatar seeing Land pandora at
0: night oh my you god you aren't
1: seeing pandora <laughs> at night
0: Pandora at night is unbelievable. It so, was the first time we went to Pandora and we lucked out that, you know, the, the hours were late enough that we walked through there and it was, everything was glowing. It was like, it, it was, it was the closest to really feeling like those movies. They
1: close the animal kingdom at seven o'clock. I know. Seven o'clock. So in the summer, you're not seeing it dark. Why couldn't they do? Oh, a seven to nine. I would lo- as a parent. Hell yeah, give me a 7 o'clock to a 9 o'clock Animal Kingdom extended evening hours. Because then I'm doing extended evening hours and I'm not waking up to do the next day and feeling like, wow, I was up till 1 o'clock like you are when you do Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is definitely worth it. Oh, for sure. Animal Kingdom, like, that would be fun just to walk around.
0: Magic Kingdom is just as beautiful at night. Than in the daytime, the extended evening hours need to change. They need to be expanded. So I'm, I'm. So. obviously it's an audio medium. We make, we make this comment all the time. But I'm bringing up on screen right now what it looks like in Pandora at night. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's on. Un, it's unreal. And seeing it in person is just everything glows and everything kind of looks bioluminescent. Obviously, it's not actually bioluminescent, right. but yeah.
1: So that's my number two. Yeah, so I'm now. I I'm mean, now I'm thinking maybe we do match up on number one. I think
0: I, so too. We so might not. One thing that I think that Disney needs to do in the next five years to really solve many many problems is hire more cast members. Oh no, it's not mine. My number one is hire more cast members. Here's why. It's going to help with ride testing. This is all based on our conversations we've had on on your trip, and that's why this all came in. Yes. So ride testing. You you hire more cast members to come in early, test the rides. So when somebody like Nick and his family go on vacation, they're not going straight to um, you know Star Wars Rise, and it's not working because they didn't test the ride. Hire more people. Next one cleaning. You're waiting in line to see Olaf and the the wall has crud on it or someone just elbowed it and put a hole in the wall. You hire extra people to go through and do all the, the cleaning of of rides. And within the last year, um, there's a, a Disney news station that, um, that I, I will watch that they were talking, they made mention of the boats in Small World and how they were dirty. And this this news organization get some traction and shortly after that the boats were starting to get cleaned up but if there was someone who could keep an eye on that that would help next meet and greets you can have more meet and greets you can have more walk around characters you mentioned that earlier that's all kind of part under the umbrella next one's a big one you've mentioned this a lot too tech help so like you know there's there's no online chat i went to do it the other day to ask a question about my upcoming trip there's no like you know how you can do a chat on most sites there, there are I couldn't find it.
1: Yeah. No, you wanna know why you couldn't find it? Because they did they have like five people, I'm convinced. That's all they have (laughs) that do it. And once all five are taken up, they take the button away. Oh my god. Because
0: okay. Because then you would be
1: because then you would be more frustrated waiting for it. Right. Right,
0: Right. Yeah. Well, that's because you only have five people working. So and last but not least, security with the increase in fights and all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the parks, or just someone to go, hey, stop running, please. <laughs> I think maybe even like some kind of semi-undercover security. I don't know. What like,
1: if, hold on, yeah, hear me out. Sure. What, if, what if the walk-around characters were security? <laughs> could you imagine seeing Big Al tackle somebody?
0: <laughs> have the characters dress up with like a sheriff badge.
1: <laughs> that would be something else, yeah. Mickey have, walking around
0: with, with like... taser.
1: Yeah. Or Woody walking around.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think yeah. of you know, hands
1: to the sky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be fine. so. My number one. And this is very important. Is hire more cast members. And if you listen, and you are a cast member, we appreciate you so much because ninety nine percent of all the cast members I've ever met were fantastic and so accommodating and so nice. And I can't even think of that one percent, but. I just know the majority of anyone that I've ever known or met or any had any experience with. I can't think been, of
1: the 1%. Al- Alice on my last trip. Okay. Alice was the grumpiest human being I've ever well, seen in my last and,
0: trip. And that happens too. And and you know what? I, I know what's happened to me too, but I must have just pushed that out of my brain and she was focused grumpy. on the positive. She was grumpy
1: two days in a row. Oh, boy. Like, like borderline yelling at people about where they needed to stand to take her picture it was so ridiculous
0: well my number one disney in the next five years focus on your cast members pay them what they deserve and hire more of them and you know what it's going to bring more people and it's going to make for a better experience overall well you know i just want to add
1: to what one of the things you mentioned about hiring more cast members because it would allow them to clean up the rides and keep them looking good i don't know they might do this i don't know that they do but they might do this somebody needs to walk through each queue at the end of each night very slowly looking to see make a list and just go oh there's a damaged part here there's a damaged part here at the beginning it's going to be overwhelming and your maintenance costs are going to go through the roof because there's a lot of stuff to fix but once they're all fixed now you're only keeping up now now it doesn't become fixing all the crap I neglected it's fixing the stuff that happened today and that's it yep um there was a lot of garbage like in the moat when I was there last time. Or Ew. It was not good. There were like ears that had fallen off of people that were in there. There were um rappers everywhere. And I'm not talking like this is one day's worth of stuff. So I agree with you. More cast members, especially on custodial and like maybe like testing, like you said, the behind the scenes, maybe not the front of house or the people who you see. Right. But right. it will it will make an impact. I agree with you. And That'd I will great.
0: say of everything that we've mentioned, the custodial staff is doing a great job. They just need more. They you know, it's, they can't do it all. It, it's like it's like you you have a, a and school and, and and at the school everyone's crazy and there's so many behavior issues. Right. Well, it's they not even more help.
1: It's not even the custodial staff. It's the it's the maintenance people who then have to come in and paint the paint the queue or. Fix the stickers that have been ripped off or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, my number one is where I thought you were going because we have talked about this, and mine is expansion. I want to see expansion in the park in the next five years, yeah. and I don't mean necessarily, although it is fall does fall under this umbrella, I don't necessarily mean a fifth gate. There is room for expansion. Like I talked about using dead space, right? This would be all new construction, there are expansion pads at Epcot. Use it. Um, they're the Beyond Thunder Mountain stuff. Like, actually, you know what? Commit to it. Don't don't say, we're thinking about thinking about doing this. We'll let you know once we've thought about it if we really think it's a good idea. But we're going to think about it. Like, that's, a, that's like when the parent says, we'll see. Like, as a kid, you knew. Yeah. That means no. That means no. We'll see. No, you're not going to see. You already just say no to me. You just don't want me to cry in the store (laughs) when I asked you if we go to McDonald's after this. You said, we'll see. Um, Well, here we are as fans. Can we get expansion? Answer us. Commit to it. Don't say we're going to think about possibly one day sitting down to think more. (laughs) Like, say we're going to actually do it and hire Solid Imagineers to do it. Because I've got news for you. Universal, they're almost done with their park. And they hired a bunch of Disney's Imagineers yes. to help do it. And and don't forget about the other place where a whole bunch of retired Imagineers and former Imagineers are now going to be apparently building a park in the middle of America in Oklahoma. And don't forget about Universal's two, like, Hollywood or the... Texas that? The, and the, Vegas. The, the, the Terror Knights. The one, the Vegas one's gonna be more along, but yep. like, don't forget about that because now people don't need to travel from Oklahoma to Disney to get a theme park experience and they don't have to spend yep. $10,000 on that trip. Yep. If you give them a reason to come and a reason to come is not a new fireworks spectacular. A reason to come is not walking through a tr- an attraction that has to and you're getting sprayed with water. That is not a reason to come. A reason to come is rides like. Rise of the Resistance, when it opened, there are rides like Guardians of the Galaxy, and A Reason to Come is like what happened when they put Pandora in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I agree with flocked. all of that. People yep. flocked. Think about the insane videos you could see when they opened up Star Wars Land, or when they opened up Toy Story Land. When Batu opened, when Toy Story Land opened, it was insane in the parks for a reason, and it was like that for a long time. I'm convinced they paid for Toy Story Land by having their early morning hard ticketed events that I attended. <laughs> yeah. It was like $100. Hey, you're going to get lunch over at ABC or at uh, Back, Backlot Express and you get an hour in Toy Story Land early before all the people. Awesome. Oh sure. Cool, cool. cool. Me and 1,000 or 2,000 of my best friends were in there at the same time and they did that 3 times a week for two or 3 years. That's money. You know, like I'm not saying, hey, do this for a money grab, but it can help you defray some of the costs. And I, again, it's a money grab
0: for a reason. Yeah. Like you're being specific.
1: I stand by my belief that you're not going to see expansion. You're not going to see dead space change. You're not going to see a solid investment in Florida until after the whole political nonsense gets taken care of. Once that gets taken care of and the the, the, uh, picture is clearer. Then I think you'll start seeing actual commitments. But that will happen in the next couple of years. And then in the next five years, I want to see a commitment to expansion because it needs to happen, right? Both for capacity sake and Disney, you know, honestly, it would make life more enjoyable for the people who are there. Yeah, it would. Uh, it, it spreads people out. And 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 countries in Epcot, that's just a no brainer. Yes. I thought of that one too. That's a no-brainer. So that's what I want to see. That's my number one. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions?
0: No, not really. Um, I spent so much time going through and doing the uh, the list of the uh, you know the different franchises. I don't. I don't have one. And I'm, I also think that it's great that we didn't match up. And I would say, for the most part, we were we were pretty agreeable and. And interested in each other's choices. So this, this ended up being a, a bigger and a little bit longer of an episode, but you know, if I were listening to it, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Cause you're, yeah. we're getting, you're getting more. Yeah. The only, know, the ideas.
1: only, the only thing that I would say that I want to add is I want to see a return to a return to cooler heads prevailing in the parks. Yeah. I didn't put it on my list cause Disney doesn't control it, but be kind people, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to get angry. I get it. It's okay to get frustrated and then you step back, take a deep breath and be like, all right, not the cast member's fault, not my kid's fault, not it's just it's 95 with a real feel of 107. It's hard. Step yeah. back. So,
0: yeah.
1: um but thank you for listening. Uh if you haven't signed on to Instagram, Twitter, Threads, all the things, we are at Dizzles Pod. You can follow us there. You can also check us out on Patreon wwwpatreoncom Pod, where you can get early access to new episodes as well as you get some special mini episodes. Um, So please, you know, follow us, support us. We really appreciate it. But it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow,
0: and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon.